And three, two, one. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 405. Or Drew and myself will be going through your comics originally releasing. We are into October. We will, not, we will be looking at October 4th. 2017, but Drew, before we get into what's going on in your local LCS this coming Wednesday, we got some stuff to talk about from our viewers and some other happenings in the wide world of comics. Listeners, but okay. Ah, um, crap, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Churchill says, just listen to the week's podcast. Eric was a good guest. Enjoyed his input and thoughts from the retailer and fan perspective. Uh, on another highlight, the FOC information Eric added at the end was great. I'm voting for this to be a new feature. Can they be added to the show notes? I've Googled around trying to find this information, and it's not easy to find. Nope. Just your retailer has it. Um, also, Well, we going to add that? Maybe if we get to 75 uh, <laughs> iTunes reviews? We'll think about it. Um, another self-serving thought. Um Ah, because I would be willing to do what is being suggested. Next time there's a vacation or something, maybe you can invite a listener to be a guest. I'm not suggesting you got out of your way, but if they were able to do it on your time schedule. And I also understand this is more putting in more on you to try this, but thought it might be fun. The Kylecast guys have been good guests, and you've done a couple of solo episodes, but why not see if someone would be willing to give up a little of their time to do this with you? Uh, I have no problem with this. Um, Kyle, do you have a problem with this? None whatsoever, but I'll more than likely be the guy on vacation. <laughs> the, the problem is um, there are technical requirements. Um, you have to have audacity. Free. You have to, which is free. Um, you have to have a decent mic. Um, you have to have Skype. Which is free. Also free. Um, you have to be available at 10.30 Eastern on Friday nights. Uh, unless it's me doing it, then you have to be available earlier than that. <laughs> Kyle's available at 10.30. I could probably swing it earlier. Um, and, yeah. Um, so, you know, if listeners want to put themselves on a short list, um, we could try that maybe um, and give it a shot. It would be fun. I'm thinking Patreon tier. There we go. <laughs> okay, so we need more iTunes reviews, and then we need a non-existent Patreon <laughs> tier. Gotcha. No, absolutely. I, I would uh, love to touch base with the the uh, listeners more and get their input. Uh, I know there's a lot of awesome listeners out there who actually have more knowledge than I do uh, and would probably add more to the show than myself, so I'm all for it. Ain't that the truth. Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We all have our strengths. <laughs> Well, you'll find yours someday. <laughs> just keep swimming. <laughs> uh, just thoughts. Really enjoy the show. Um, and also, I like it that you put it on Saturday. Not much comes out over the weekend. And this is one I look forward to without being crowded out by other stuff. Hmm. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, if the FOC becomes a thing, it'll give time to jump on there. Thanks for everything. Thank you, Aaron. We appreciate that. That's good. good to hear. Uh, Jason echoes those thoughts. Um, he just listened to the last episode and he thought it was great. Love the segment where you guys uh, go over the monthly numbers. And Eric was given the store's monthly numbers as well. So uh, he echoes that sentiment. 
Um, so yeah, we we had fun, and of course those guys have a standing invitation. Both Eric and James have a standing invitation to each month's uh, numbers. They're busy guys. Um, yep, yep, yep. Uh, they've got oh you know jobs, day jobs. They've got a, a store to run. Oh, and by the way, they've got their own podcast, the Cowcast, which is you know better than ours. And <laughs> you should definitely listen to it. It's really good. And, and families, families, yeah, those pesky families. Um, so um, we're, we will definitely reach out to them um, for their perspective and numbers. The monthly numbers are a good fit, I think, uh, for re- the retailer, a retailer perspective to weigh in. Um, uh, we can't promise that they can always do it because, like I said, they're busy folks. Um, but, yeah, we, we do appreciate that and think they add a lot to, to our show. Yeah, they do a good job uh, with kind of a more down-to-earth you know, position well, not- on things. We see these giant numbers, and then they'll say, well, the big reason that that doesn't make you know, a big splash for us is because they're offering a super deep cut on those. So a lot yeah. of shots are getting a great deal. So that's why that one should be a little overinflated. Or, oh, they were actually tossing those out for free. Or, oh, they did an extra cover on there that was easy yeah. to get. So Yeah, like, okay. yeah and if, you, yeah, if, if retailers bought 20, 200% of their previous order on that then they got it for you know 15 percent less than than they normally do so that's that's why there's a spike there and you know there's some there's some really really interesting inside baseball stuff information that they know that really kind of illuminates why those numbers are go crazy sometimes um we have some uh some cool news uh rick remender's deadly class the pilot has been officially ordered by Sci-Fi, so that's a little better than development. That means oh, there's yeah. a chance. That's a chance that it could get picked up as a series. Um, I think I still have some Deadly Class floating around. I've got variants of Deadly Class. Of I got DV- DCBS specials of Deadly Class. I got A's and B's of one through three of Deadly Class. So come well, on, you're really Deadly hoping. Class. Let's <laughs> let, let let's hit hard and let's hit good. We want it to be the next Walking Dead, then. Oh, I guess. we yes. want it. To, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, so it 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 is on Sci-Fi, which uh, sometimes is terrible. Didn't they give us Shark Sharknado? Yeah, yes. come on, see, so see, so, but, but change you know, the industry. Sometimes it has good stuff. <laughs> sci-Fi uh, giveth and Sci-Fi taketh away. Yeah, so uh, we're rooting for that. And uh, this this weekend, weird spec stuff. Redneck number six has a cover B with a pink signature, a la that Walking Dead from a. Yeah, weeks it seems ago. we. I didn't catch. You know, we, we we sussed out the the pink signature variant of the B cover of the last Walking Dead it was approximately a, a secret one in twelve ratio on the variant. Oh, how did you figure that out? Uh, I read it somewhere that it seems to be that. That's about what they were doing. On a, there was additional pages as well in those uh, those Walking Deads. With this Redneck number six, the print run is going to be super low. And so many people don't do B covers for image stuff. So that's going to be even more super low. And then, of course, it being a ratioed out, not very many of them. That's even more super low on that. I haven't caught whether there's additional pages in the back of it or not, but... There are not a ton of these, I would imagine, out there. Yeah, um, our informal poll of Kalabunga. Uh, <laughs> uh, they didn't get any. Yeah. Um, I didn't check around anywhere else, but, you know. Yeah, and they're, they're between 30 and $40 a piece online right now. Yeah. 
um, uh, some of the stuff from last week from picks uh, that uh, we may have mentioned. I think we mentioned all these. I was kind of I was looking over at comics heating up to see if they uh, picks up some picked up something that we didn't. They talk about uh, Black Magic eight, Redneck six, Saga forty seven, Southern Bastards eighteen. I think we mentioned all four mm-hmm. of those. Uh, DuckTales number one. Uh, I think we talked about that, but weren't real high on it. Yeah, well, that was um, a big pass on us, but yeah. Uh, they talk about Thor 23's Hella Venomized cover uh, from last Wednesday. Um, it's a beautiful cover. Um, Hella is going to be in the Thor movie, so that, mm-hmm. that was their reasoning there. Uh, they were really high on Graveland number one. Uh, it's a supernatural book about the San Andreas Fault opening up. Do you remember that? Yes, yes, we, yes. We talked about it, yeah. Uh, they talk about uh, Malefic, Malefic, Malefic. Um, it's Dan Schaefer's work, um, and he, he the it's it's sold out online, so they thought that might be hot. Um, I think we were pretty uh, unimpressed with the solicit for that one, if I recall. Mm. Uh, they were talking about uh, Marvel Legacy um, because um, of its, even though it has a huge print run, if you can get one of the the, the lower pr- lower print run vi- variants, and there's some uh, some really cool reveals in there, which we have read, yeah. and I think there's some cool reveals, but I'm not a jaded comic book mm-hmm. reader like yourself. I'm, you know, cockeyed optimist or there whatever the whatever the the saying is Drew's short box is half full. Yeah. And then uh their pick of the week was Spider Gwen twenty four, which we missed, I believe. Um yeah. it's a big, big one, sold out, twelve bucks and up on eBay. And um do you know the reason why? I do not necessarily know the reason why. I saw a lot of things on that post. It's a uh Gwenum possibly starts here. Is that was the that the preview real reason? shows the symbiote taking over Wolverine? So I'm going to take a guess that the symbiote was will also be taking over Gwen in that issue, but I didn't catch whether it actually happened. Uh, let me see. They're doing spoiler alerts. Let's see. We get Venom. Yeah, I can't. They have they have everything hot, hidden under spoiler alerts. Oh, I guess you got to click on them. Yeah, I was gonna say my, it's my first it. time on the internet. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't read this stuff. <laughs> but anyway, so Spider Gwen twenty four, we may have we missed the mark on that one. Yeah, Spider Man um, twenty four had a regular Spider Gwen cover, Spider Gwen, and then there was a variant by uh, Paulo Siqueira. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's interesting, and you know, it's possible that your LCS still has them laying on the shelf. Yeah, a lot of people were also complaining about that none of them were in good condition. A lot of uh, yeah. with that black cover, a lot of them were screwed up. Uh, we've got a we've got a question and conversation we I had with uh, Mike Myers over at Mike M's Weekly Reads. Um, he uh, is a mood reader. Let me explain what that is. Does that mean he changes colors? Uh, when it, no, wait, no, no, no. It's not like a mood. That's a mood ring. Like I a, apologize. Not like a yeah, not like a mood ring. But uh, he notoriously buys most of previews, so he gets like eighty comics a week. In his box, in his box, um, he probably reads about twenty or thirty because mm-hmm. he reads by mood. So, um, and he has kind of a cool explanation for this. You know, he talks about, you know, 
it's the way he eats food. He doesn't eat a pizza just because, just because. I do. You know, he, he eats a pizza because he wants a pizza. He watches a TV show because he's in the mood to watch that TV show. He watches yeah. stuff when he wants. He reads comics when he wants. Um, and so, therefore, he thinks that is directly tied to why he likes more comics than most people who read comics the way I read comics. And that has kind of led to the question, how do you read your comics? Um, A, what format? What's the order that you read them in? Publisher, alphabetical, how do you read them? Character, whatever. Um, what setting do you read your comics in? So, uh, I will... Th- do you want to go first? Do you want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, I read a, a primarily a lot of digital. Um, I read... I mean, the, the top of the stacks are my, my long-running obsessions. So, uh, mm-hmm. if there's a saga, a Walking Dead, a Paper Girls, or anything with Nightwing, those are immediates. That's just gotcha. what I do. Um, the things I read the last is if I'm reading any type of event or metal, or anything with a, a longer reach. That's always my last thing I read, usually. That's your last thing? Okay. Yeah, I don't know why, but I always put those off till the very end of things. Okay. Uh, lately, I've been... I've been Rebirth got me behind on so much stuff, because I tried to go all in, and I just kind of overloaded myself. So I'm reading more stuff, two or three issues at a time, instead of singles, like I, I primarily did for multiple years. I just read the week, the week, the week, especially since we were doing a review show at the time. But yes. now I'm starting to do more trade waiting with things. Really, really enjoy that on Image, primarily the creator and stuff. My favorite way to do that is to just jump in those worlds and just bowl through five, six of them. Um, I do. I love kind of just getting caught up in those worlds and reading those, but I still love doing week to weeks on Walking Dead's sagas, all that BKV stuff, um, all my Nightwing and all that. And do you read uh, in a specific room? Uh, no, I'll read at work or down in my cave, in the man cave. Yep. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I read ninety percent digitally. Um, I need I read, to get a, I need to get a nice ten inch tablet like you have. That I'm reading on. Yeah, I'm. I need a nice tablet. And I think that would. Help. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes read on my phone. It's horrible. Um, Ugh. But yeah, for the most part, I read. Uh, I read on my tablet. Um, I read in bed primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes on the couch, but for the most part, in bed. Uh, before before I go to sleep, and I, I usually read three to five a night. So something like that. Sometimes I go more uh, if I can't sleep, and sometimes I'm zonked and I read one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I cherry pick. Uh, so all the new releases, I go through and pick the stuff that I love the most. Southern Bastards comes out, it's getting red. Walking Dead mm-hmm. comes out, it's getting red. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I cherry pick the stuff I, I love the most and, and read it right away. And then I read the hot event book. Yeah. So I read Secret Empire first. I read Metal first. Um, I did not save those, so it's a little different. And then, See, I, I jumped those because they're a number one. I'll, I'll put those yeah. closer to the top of the list if it's a number yeah. one. I'm like, okay, what is, what is this about? <clears throat> that I'll grab. Yeah. Then I group in four, four categories. Marvel, DC, Image, everything else. So... Um, I go through and and I go image and I read all of the image that's left. 
then I re then I go DC or Marvel, depending on who has the cooler stuff left. Um, and then I'll read those until I knock that publisher out completely. And then I go back half and I read uh, oh, alphabetically from the top or the bottom. So <laughs> because they're in alphabetical order, <clears throat> I'll read the A's for a while and then maybe I'll drop down to the Z's and read up. Um, and I never, I have for the, for the last six months, I haven't finished the back half. I've just added to it. So there's always new A's and mm -hmm. stuff. So, um, so that's a little weird and different. Um, but yeah, so I, I not, I try to stay current Marvel DC image and then, um, cherry pick my favorite stuff from everybody, from all the publishers and, and then the stuff that I just, uh, I think can wait just kind of backs up and I read alphabetically. But as far as mood reading, I, I occasionally find myself doing that. I'll front load a lot of happy stuff like, oh, I want to read Gwenpool or I want to read The Few. Man, those are just fun reads. Yeah. Those always end up pushed closer to the front just because, I, I, you know, they're usually fun. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, sometimes something catches my eye and I'm like, because yeah, we, we had talked about it the week before in the sneak peek. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I got to check that out first thing. Because it, it was an interest. So I might mix up my my format. But for the most part, that's kind of how I do it. And we want to open this up to you guys, the listener. Uh, you can hit us up on uh, via our, our email or hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. Um, you should know how to get to us by now. But if not, it's at comicsfunprofit.com for all of our links. Or you can find us um, on Comics for Fun and Profit. Uh, in Facebook and um, Comics Fun Profit on Twitter, and our email is comics for fun and profit at gmail dot com. So we'd love to hear how do you read your comics? If you read single issues in the bathtub every night, let us know. If you're a trade waiter, digital on the way to work, let us know. <laughs> if you do digital on the way to work, something's wrong. Unless you're riding a subway, uh, and yeah, if you're a trade waiter. Uh, all that stuff. We, if you read by publisher, if you read alphabetically like some goobers do, um, be interesting to be interesting to hear. Um, so yeah, thank thanks and uh, share that with us. Read alphabetically by writer. Only Jason Aaron first. <laughs> that's that's cool. And that's perfectly legit. That's perfectly legit. Anything else, sir? Oh no, let's sneak peek this. All right, let's head on over to previews world. Let's click on our upcoming releases. Scroll down, we will find October 4th, 2017. Drew, let's start where we always love to start. Let's start in Dog Horse. Dog Horse know, has one book. I, I, it's the first of the month. Shouldn't there be more? Well, let's see how many weeks we have in October. One, two, three, four. Yeah, only four weeks in October releasing. And, has Dark Horse yeah. been a real disappointment the last six months? Uh, the last six years, yes. <laughs> it just, but no, it seems like lately, mm -hmm. in the last six months, it's been incredibly thin. Yeah. Like they might have you having money problems then. Yeah. I mean, when, when that band aid that is Star Wars gets pulled from you, sometimes it's just tough. You think they haven't recovered from that? Yeah. Oh, man. 
So will you be reading uh, Usagi Yojimbo number 162? I will. That has zero spec value. Correct. It has negative sticks. Yep. Yeah, that is only relevant to those of us who love rabbits in kimonos. Uh-huh. All right. Know. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Let's head on down to DC Comics. Is this the final All-Star Batman? Yeah. Uh, are we excited? Are we excited it's over? Uh, have you enjoyed it at all? Have you we read are, it at all? We are indifferent because we haven't read it since number five. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I'm current. But that means if I don't know, that's bad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I am excited about the finale to the War of Jokes and Riddles. Yeah. But not for the reason you think. Because I want to get back to this proposal thing, uh-huh. and I want to get to see what's going on with Catwoman and, and, and Batman. Mm-hmm. So really rad Mikhail Yon and cover A on that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This this is thirty two. The next issue, Joel Jones. I think I may have misspoke a uh, episode or two ago and said thirty one was going to be Joel Jones. I'm pretty sure it's thirty three. Gotcha. So it's the next one. So in two weeks, it should be Joel Jones on art. And here, okay. Next we have Sean Murphy doing writing and art on Batman White Knight number one. Okay. In a world where Batman has gone too far, the Joker must save Gotham City. He's been called a maniac, a killer, and the clown prince of crime, but White Knight? Never. Until now. Set in a world where the Joker is cured of his insanity and homicidal tendencies, the Joker, now known as Jack, sets about trying to right his wrongs. First, he plans to reconcile with Harley Quinn, and then he'll try to save the city from the one person who he thinks is truly Gotham's greatest villain, Batman. Wow. Sean Murphy. And it, yeah. That's going to look pretty for sure. I don't know if he's yeah. a good writer, but, um, um, you know, this stuff is sucking me in. This metal stuff is sucking me in. So. Yeah. Oh, this isn't metal, though. This, this isn't is metal. A, this is outside of it. I'm still checking it out. Still excited about it. Absolutely. It looks pretty rad. $4. Um, it is a one of a... Seven. Seven. One of seven issues. Interesting. Dastardly um, and Muttley, two of six. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I didn't read the first one, did you? No. I glanced at it, and I couldn't do it. That is more than I even did. I always look at Deathstroke, because, man, these white suits are pretty rad looking. Uh, Green Arrow, 32 is the metal tie-in. Yeah. Very nice. Stefan Shizik on cover A. Man, he's doing a lot. Yeah, but I like all of it. Doing too much? No. No. No, I don't think so. Is the Harley and Ivy, is that a... Harley and Ivy uh, and Betty and Veronica. So oh, and this is the, a crossover with our Archie comics. And the cover C is uh, Adam Hughes. Very yeah. nice. Amanda Connor on cover A. Yeah, cover C on the Adam Hughes. Free college tuition for all Riverdale residents. That's the plan after the town drains the wetlands that lie between it and Gotham City and then build a new campus. 
The only snag, a certain botany-obsessed supervillain. When Poison Ivy enlists her bestie Harley to kidnap both Veronica Lodge, daughter of Riverdale's most important citizen, and her friend Betty, she's counting on some assistance, and the mayhem that ensues will probably work as well. Huh. Okay, I like the Adam Hughes cover. I like nothing else about this. I think from the last six months, we can deduce that DC pays their artists more than Marvel does. Okay. Because the covers, I think, are far and away better in D- on DC books mm-hmm. than, than they are in Marvel. Now, Marvel still has some beautiful covers. Don't get me wrong. Yep. But it, I, I don't seem to be doing double takes, thinking about buying books based on a cover that I wouldn't normally read well, over we at are, we, we look at open to order. We don't dig through the 1 in 25, 1 in 50, true, 1 in 100. True, we are right. not looking right. at the you're Marvels right. that are high dollar, high artist. <laughs> so, if we looked at yeah. those, we A, would realize we, we couldn't and do not afford them necessarily. Um, yeah, I got gotcha. you. But we'd see some good stuff over there. So that's what I'm getting. Okay. The open to order stuff is a higher quality art. Correct. I think. I'm with you on that one. Okay. So did I did we did we talk about the Casey Jones cover B on Nightwing? No, I haven't made there yet. I was gonna point out Cho on the regular Harley title. Oh it's gonna, we continue to Cho. Do vote Harley. That's beautiful. And we have another not good Casey. Jones cover B. Oh, you don't like that? You don't no, like that? No, I thought don't. it was kind of nice. Yeah, I'm not. I want give me give me, no, no. Okay. No. Yeah, you heard it here, folk. This is a this is a Nightwing guy. So I'm a big Nightwing guy, and I'm ordering A's and B's on everything. Have since. Yeah. So you're disappointed, it, but still buying a, a second cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know because you're in. in Mister Vote opinion. with his wallet is not. That guy, yeah. because you have a string of cover A's and cover B's, and you can't stop. Correct. I have. It's a sickness. Yes, yes, you got me. <laughs> okay. Guilty. Yeah. Tyler you go ahead Kirk and talk Ham about. You can go Superman ahead and talk 32. about IDW and the rest of DC. I'm just going to go to look at image for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Superman 32. Tyler Kirkham on the cover A. We have the concluding chapter of Breaking Point Deathstroke. Nice. Uh, that is all I have with DC. Anything else? Let's head on down to IDW and scan it. Uh, doesn't look to be a ton. Just a couple of My Little Pony books, a couple Judge Dread books, and then some other collected oh, items. Wow. So, Drew, we're down to Image. We've caught up oh, to you. Oh, it's Walking Dead tributes. Oh, Both snap. color and black and white. And, and we know you're all in, correct? I am so all in. I don't know what it is about these. I mean, these are derivative, right? They're super derivative. Mm -hmm. Nothing new here, but I love them. I love them. I love them, and I just want them all. And um, I I can't wait to get them all and and put them on the table and stare at them and, and, and... and I don't know what I'm going to do with them after that. But Me, I only went for good artists and skipped a lot of crappy artists. So the one I'm the most interested in is I Hate Fairylands number 100. That's a beautiful that one, too. That is cool. That's a wrap, right? Yep. Wrap cover? Yep. yep. So I have the chromium version of the uh, 
Walking Dead one for this 100 and all that crap. I wonder if I remember that Manifest Destiny had two covers on my order. I doubt it. I doubt it. I'll have to check. See if I got both of those coming. Postal. Not a bad... That's a pretty rad little Walking Dead tribute cover. I like that. For for Postal? Yep. Regression. I like that one. I remember that book. Er. Number issue 145. I, I mean, I, I guarantee you the, the some of these black and whites are going to be scarce because the cutoff was so quick. Man, like... But some of them you're like, okay, slot's number one. That's just... Slots number one is a good one because it's the number one issue of a comic too. All right, click on it and look at it. Is that good? It's it's indicative of reminiscent of The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's true. But that's all it. That's that's good enough. <gasps> you know what my big thing this week is? Uh, this is this a pet peeve? No, just oh. the thing I'm looking forward to the most from Image. Mm-hmm. Here's Negan hardcover. Oh yeah, I'm excited about that too. Yeah, that's what's up. Now, is it just what I read in the inserts? The Image Plus inserts? Ah, let me tell you what's going on here. Who is Negan? Since his debut in The Walking Dead 100, the charismatic psychopath... I think I've described you as that before, Andy. Yes. Antagonizing Rick Grimes, murdering his friends with a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire, which he calls Lucille, and led the saviors into war against Alexandria and the neighboring communities. But who was he before society broke down? That question will be answered here, collecting the Here's Negan story, originally serialized in the Image Plus magazine. Okay, so it's like 20, 24... Four pagers? No. Twelve four pagers? Twelve four pagers. So we're looking yeah. at forty eight pages. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, that was good. It was really good. Um really good story. And it'll be fun to see in the oversized hardcover with the pretty art. Yep. I'll be looking forward to that. Um after last issue's postal, I tweeted to Brian Hill, pretty please let Mark have a happy ending. I'm concerned the way this book is going. Mm -hmm. And the solicit for 20... Well, first his response was, well, that depends on what your definition of happy is. (laughs) So that scared me. Um, And then the the solicit reads, Mark and Maggie's happy ending is threatened by the FBI and their march on Eden. So he's playing with me. I think he's Mm -hmm. toying with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Or he doesn't know I exist. That's also possible. <laughs> um, great read, though. Um, and it is coming towards an end, I think. So uh, it's going to be fun. Paper Girls 16. Who's not News excited about the that? the beginning of a, the fourth story arc. Can't and that. BKV doesn't play around with the, with the cover Bs very often, does he? No, not no, at all. Not a lot of that. Neither did... Well, no, just, just him. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. All right, tell me about slots number one since you were excited. I was excited. Um, it's Dan Pinosian. Uh You can say this about the life of Stanley Dance. He did it his way. Unfortunately, his way never took getting old into account. Now, the former boxer is on his last legs looking for redemption, but he'll settle for going down swinging. Um 
I read a sneak peek of this in the back of some comic last last week and or the week before and liked it liked what I read uh, looked good so that was enough there for me to get a little taste and make me excited about this book so uh, I look forward to this yeah. Drew you know I've been reading spread since issue number one yeah buying it every single week I'm a few behind but here we have issue 22 the new story arc and the beginning of the final story arc for spread Democles yeah. part one no and hope are on the run from Ravello and the spread trying to get to a place where they can be rescued but the spread has other ideas this should be action-packed. This should be fun. We had a little lull in there where our main character was unconscious for far too many issues. Yeah. But not anymore. Uh, and ditto, you know, uh, I've been reading Stray Bullets, Sunshine, and Roses since the beginning. Mm-hmm. I am current. This is one of those comics that I keep reading an issue, putting it down, saying, wow, it was really a great ending to this series. And then another issue comes out. So uh, it does some things where it's like, that's a really good way to tie these up. And then they just keep going. So uh, this is 28. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know when he's ending. Um, still fun. It's kind of going off on a tangent now, but it's a tangent that I enjoy. And nobody reads it. Nobody reads this book. But you know who does read what, what book they do read? Walking Dead 172. I, w- I wish we had time to read the whole solicit. Do you do you have time, you think? Oh, let me get a whole big catch of breath and let's try this. Hilltop Reborn. The hilltop is rebuilt as other parts of the world are torn down. And my man is on top there. Oh, one eye. <laughs> I don't He's... remember him being a lefty. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I wonder why that is. Reprint yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, Carl's Carl's uh, roofing a house uh, at the hilltop, and uh, carpentry. That's the that's the focus of the issue. Nothing more exciting than hammer and nails. I wonder. I wonder if Carl is a lefty and always has been. Well, this is. I'm legitimately thinking back to anything he's done with anything that swung anything, and whether he's. Yeah. Left-handed. Let's go, grab your omnibuy and let's start <laughs> yeah. flipping through. See what gun? Because he's held guns on the covers of things mm-hmm. before. Yeah, so I immediately we'll flop back and I'm like, "Yeah, that was an that was a an M16 on that one." So no, that yeah. wasn't. Ah. Okay. Um. So so Matt Hawkins is cranking out another book. Uh, Warframe number I one. Have this game. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, what is it? The critically acclaimed free to play cooperative shooter comes to comics. In like the Contra future, cooperative shooter. No, first person. Okay. Yeah. In the future, humanity's descendants scramble to survive in a galaxy rife with conflict. Scavenging for ancient technology and long-forgotten secrets, only the Tenno powerful warriors battle to preserve peace and keep the technology masterpieces of the long-dead Orokin out of the wrong hands. Now a faction of enhanced Grinier soldiers under the tactician Captain Vor scour the earth for a hidden artifact and only a lone Tenno and a blinded girl can stop them. Contra was the last sh- shooter that I enjoyed playing. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
sad. The art is done by Studio Hive? Yeah. What's that about? I'm not sure. Weird. I'm not sure if that just means they're printing pictures from digital outputs from the game or what. Who knows? Anything else we need to talk about an image? I think that's a pretty good slate. Yeah, pretty good image week, uh, especially compared to the Dark Horses. Yeah. All right, let's head on and see what Marvel has in store for us. Black Bolt 6, Hawkeye 11... A second printing on that generation's Iron Man and Ironheart. I found that one kind of boring. Hmm. Saw a really cool interview with Cine Grace, who does the Iceman comic. Um, oh, yeah. Pretty low numbers on that, but it seems like a really good guy. So, secretly rooting for that book. And he was a... Was he a Walking Dead editor as well? Yes, he was a walk, He was the first Walking Dead editor. Yeah, and then Makowitz took over for him. Yeah. Now he's gone off to fly his wings as well. Yeah, in that interview with him, he talked about all the things he had to do to try to help get Walking Dead 100 uh, published and everything, and, and how lenticulars weren't necessarily done before that one. So that was a bit of a difficulty. You mean the chromium? Yeah, the chromium. That was a tough sell for the publisher or was for the it, printer? Or? Yeah, it was a tough sell for the printer and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Because like, what is this technology from the 90s that, that you speak re, of? We recapture Journey into Star Wars Last Jedi Captain Phasma 3. Punisher Platoon number one. This is written by the great Garth Ennis, who I will be talking to later on this uh, month. Well, next month. Depending, what, what is tomorrow? When you tomorrow listen to this, still, it, still it'll September. still be September. So, yes, uh, Garth will be Garth Ennis will be at the world's smallest Comic Con in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, on the twenty eighth of October. So, if you'd like to join me, uh, we can talk to him and Joe Pruitt and who's the other guy? Um, doing the doing the 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 shop cover shop variant. Shoot, yeah, Can't I lost remember. it. I lost it too. Um, my apologies to Cowabunga. They'll let me know. Um, by the time Punisher was born in Vietnam, Frank Castle had already become a dark legend of the battlefield. Stories about him were told in whispers, if at all. Now the legendary Punisher team of Garth Ennis and Goran Parlov, who did Punish, Punisher Max and Fury Max, brings the first of those stories to light. The tale of Frank Castle's first command and his first kill. Don't miss this epic new series. Now if you push Preacher aside, <coughs> and my beloved Cross, but that's kind of a smaller How dare you. niche. But Garth Ennis is most known for Punisher his Punisher run, and his love of war comics. So if you put Punisher in Vietnam, hmm. that's a pretty good that's a pretty good mix. This should be something really good, really well done, fun. Um, not sure about spec value on it, but I'm still excited about reading it. <laughs> still excited.
Sorry, my browser is attempting to crash on me. That's no good. We've got um, Spider-Man 21, the Miles Morales Spider-Man. We've got Spider-Man Deadpool 22. Uh, I have stopped reading that. Are you reading that still? No. No. Uh, then we have a little something called Spirits of Vengeance, which is a legacy title written by Victor Gishler with art by David Baldion and a cover by Dan Mora. War at the Gates of Hell, Part 1. And so this has got some Ghost Rider in it. Uh, a dead angel, a silver bullet, a kept promise. For ages, the war between heaven and hell raged in the unseen corners of society. Both sides in delicate ballads that could topple if the right weapons were in the wrong hands. When an undercover angel is murdered, Johnny Blaze, the ghost rider, must find the killers and punish them. But this time he won't do it alone. A deadly team must rise from the darkest depths of the Marvel Universe to form an unholy alliance. Hellstorm, Sant Satana, Blade, they are the spirits of vengeance. Hmm. And plus, and this includes three bonus Marvel Primer pages. Story by Robbie Thompson and TBA. <laughs> we got all kinds of Venom stuff going on here. Venom verse 5 as we wind that series down. And Venom 155 is a legacy as we've renumbered that. Art by Mark Bagley. Uh-huh. The Werewolf by Night Complete Collection, which, of course, um, does it contain... Does it contain a... No, it does not contain nope. issue 32, so that's the Mar Moon Knight. This is just about Marvel, or just about Werewolf by Night. So, there you go. Because it wouldn't. Um, so if you're a big fan, I'm not. <laughs> Save your money. Yeah. X-Men Gold, still a thing, and that's its legacy number. Um, oh, explain to me why we're not we're not legacying Uncanny X-Men. Hmm, I don't know. Why are we not doing that? Why are we still doing X-Men Gold and Blue? What's the plan? Yeah. What are we, what's going on? That, I could not tell you. So that means something. So that, so they're saving it? <laughs> yes. So they're they need to get. Put those two numbers together and add it up, and they'll be very close to a thousand. I wonder. I, I mean, I, I wonder if they're going to debut a big number to try to steal the thunder of Action or Detectives 1000. Hmm. And debut that later. I'm guessing that's what they're going to do. Um, after some of the revelations in Legacy get played out, then maybe rejigger that for a big number and a Legacy launch. But yep. We, but... But it's a miss not to have an uncanny legacy, right? I, I agree. If you're doing all this and you're doing things, you gotta grab your your, your stable. <laughs> it's a giant. It's a giant hole. Yeah. Not to have an, an uncanny X Men legacy number. So it it's is, coming, folks. But <laughs> wonder what when. Be prepared. Yeah. Anything else in Marvel? Not really. Um, uh -uh. I mean, I I, I like Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. um, I still like Star Wars a lot. Yeah, Star. Uh, this... I'm I'm very interested in the Star Wars because it's got that uh, Scar Squadron. 
Yeah. Um, I was going to say I don't enjoy the Scar Squadron story very, oh, very much. I just like the idea of stormtroopers that wield lightsabers. I mean, yeah, maybe yeah, I, that's the, the 11-year-old in me. I, yeah, I get I get. Yeah, the, in theory, it seems kind of cool, but in, so far, it hasn't, so hasn't been. Totally awesome Hulk 20, second print. And that's before the nah, Hulk one, right? Yeah, it's before we got our Weapon H. Weapon H, yeah. All right, Drew, let's head on down to our smaller publishers, our Onis, our Booms, our Dynamites, our Aftershocks. Uh, there's another book, Karate, which I read six, and I thought that was really a nice series. And I guess it wasn't over, so that's <laughs> interesting. There must be a new story arc. I can never tell anymore. <laughs> and then books that you think are just super ongoing, right? Yeah. They're just over. They just stop. Yeah. We got the Archies. Number one, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a little Archie overloaded, but so. you'll you'll be buying issue two of this because it has our secret, yes. super secret Fiona cover. Yes, yes, of course. But I'll do it begrudgingly, as we do most things. Yeah. <laughs> what do we have? We have Char- Charlton Arrow one, an eight dollar book by AC Comics. So I'm already moving on. Yeah. And do you remember when I gave a lukewarm review to Centipede number one? Yes. So, eh, not great. I'm probably not going to read anymore. Yeah. Well, I did end up reading issue two, and I kind of liked it. Hey, all right. And then I then and now I'm um, probably going to read issue three. And <laughs> this is this is my buddy Max Bemis. Oh, okay. The lead singer of Say Anything. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And uh, it's got Frank Avia, Francesco Frank Avia, doing the covers. Uh, it's a weird little book that's not really about Centipede, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of something I'm, I'm enjoying. Uh, I, I'm kind of regretting not reading Sword Quest now, the other Atari mm-hmm. reissue that they did. Probably should have given that a shot. Well, yeah. well I'm sure you got some Sword Quest, because didn't they have a 25% cent zero issue? And so yeah, yeah, I got, okay. yeah, that's right, I got the zero. Eugenic number one by James Tynan the Fourth and Eric Donovan from the Glad Award nominated team James Tynan the Fourth and Eric Donovan from Constantine Hellblazer comes a new vision of humanity's future in the veins of Black Mirror. When a plague ravages the world, one scientist discovers the cure and becomes the savior of mankind. Hope is restored and the world rebuilds. But then people who took the cure, begin having children who are unnatural, and the defamation of and the definition of quote-unquote normal is forever altered. So are James Tinian and Eric Donovan GLAAD Award nominated for the book before this, the volume before this, the, they, or for something else? They're the GLAAD Award nominated team, I'm unaware. But something else that they did. Hmm. I don't think it was for his run on Detective. Yeah. I'm not interested. I think this was like the third volume in this, and it's five oh, bucks, it? six okay. bucks. Yeah, six bucks. The There's a lot I'm going curious. against it. Yeah. yeah. Not our thing. But like Boom has done well by me in the past. Which yeah. Is why I... 
Well, if um, if Eric were here, he'd want to make sure we mentioned Hackslash because Tim oh, it's not Tim Seeley. Oh, okay. So it's Hackslash is Tim Seeley though, right? Yes. And he's loaned it to Sean Aldridge to write because of the Vampirella connection, I guess. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'm not sure. All right, that's cool. Yeah, James Tynan the Fourth Glad Award for uh, the Woods. Okay. If you missed uh, Christopher Sabella's Heartthrob when it came out, and you want to check it out, it is available from Oni Press for a dollar on Wednesday. So, if your shop carries it, pick it up for a buck. There you go. Still doing Jazz Maynard? Yep, still doing Jazz Maynard and uh, Hillbilly uh, as well from Albatross Funny Books. I'm a few behind on those, but uh, still, still a fan. The old Jungle Fantasy Survivors. There's only 17, 18 different covers there to choose from. All at 6 to $8. Enjoy. <laughs> Robotech number one with its third print. I passed on it because it is not the art germ cover. Well, There's another Malefic. Malefic already. Number two uh, is out. What is it? Oh. Wasn't it? Wasn't that the one that we just we were talking about last week? It, from Devil, yeah, it's from Devils Do That. It sounds right, yeah. Yeah. Another Motor Girl, uh, the ninth issue of Motor Girl from Abstract Studios and Terry Moore. Uh, pretty good series kind of weird is this the first week for uh shadow and the batman number one no okay why am i looking at that then where are you at and in the s's oh shadow batman okay wasn't there like a batman shadow cross yeah that's what i was trying to figure out i'm like this seems like we've already talked about it yeah i thought it just finished so this is different yeah we've got a dust in the wind and a sinkevich cover that's the Kevich cover. It that's so weird because that looks so similar to the last volume. Yeah. What is the will, deal? Yeah, I'll have to do some research to find out what I. I mean, I passed on it previously. I'm probably gonna pass <laughs> on it now. <laughs> but why is it repeating itself yeah. so quickly? And what about Shadow Man Ray? It's a <laughs> crossover event from Valiant. Ray Schmerd. <laughs> what is that word? A multi-platinum hip-hop superstars behind the number one hit Black Beatles. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um, leaving me behind on that one. Yeah. Um, the critically acclaimed Six Gun Number One, also available as a dollar comic from Colin Bunn and Oni Press. Check that out. Huh, The Tick 
2017, number one from New England Comics by Cullen Bunn and Jimmy Z. Johnson. Amazon is bringing the tick back to TV this summer, and NEC, which is New England Comics, is bringing the tick back to comics in August with an all-new continuing color series written by Cullen Bunn. Yeah. Might be something there. People love the tick. Um, we've got The Last Hunt, number two, from Amigo, and The Last Hunt, number three, from Amigo. It looks to be coming out this week but then when you click on them they both say in shops December 27th 2017 I'm not really sure what that means mm-hmm. is D- is D- Diamond's site wonky no what's going on I don't understand why I mean would Amigo want to put out two issues of a book in the same week no even if they're delayed, wouldn't you hold that other one back a tad so that it at least had a week by itself? Yes. I, I'm no publishing expert, but that's what I would do. All right, anything else? Uh, yeah. I don't see anything. What about Weed Magic? From oh. Bliss on Tap with a price of four dollars and twenty cents. Four twenty. Ha ha ha! That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> You're not impressed. No. You'll get a lot of people that were gonna pick this up Wednesday, but somehow they forgot. <laughs> War for the Planet of the Apes four. From Boom. Yep. Anything else? No. All right, through this point of the podcast where I say, what is the book that we talked about that is the book of the week, the one to go back, pick up, make sure you take home in that 9.8 condition, and just hold on to because it's going to either be thrown on eBay right away or we think it will be worth something down the road. I'm double dipping on slots, number one. I'm getting both uh, the a- cover A because Kyle requires it and the cover B because it's a Walking Dead 100 tribute. Very nice, very nice, very nice. And Is there a possibility, let me talk this through, Okay. that the Here's Negan hardcover could be collectible? Or will very... it be printed incessantly from, from now on? I'm not sure how Image does quote-unquote first print, second print, or any of that on hardcover. So... I'm going to say nothing there. Okay. Um, the more I look at Sean Murphy's Batman White Knight... Good call. The more I think this seven-issue series could be something, especially since you also look at things like... Um, Previews World will tra- keep track of like shares and stuff, and uh, yeah. there's been a lot of interest in just through their site on this. Yes. It got the cover of the Previews the one month. I, got, you know, I wasn't big on it, but the more I read and look at it and think about it as a premise... Uh, the more I'm like, that's pretty cool, original, and something I think I should give a read to. And we have, you know, history on our side because of the massive profits made on Wake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. There were no profits made. No, there Wake. were not. None whatsoever. <laughs> and what was that uh, Rick Remender, Sean Murphy book, the futuristic 10-issue series? Uh... 
Uh, was it Rick Remender? And Sean Murphy or just Rick Remender and somebody or Sean Murphy and somebody else. Big motorcycle on the cover, remember? Oh, remember? Tokyo Tokyo Ghost. Tokyo Ghost, yes. Uh did we make any money on that? No. 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 Punk Rock Jesus though. That was a big one, right? There you go. Hey. That's him, isn't it? Yeah, great. Yeah. Hey, I hope it's big. I hope it's big because I like I like the art. It's pretty. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we also, if you want to shoot over and look at some of those uh, incentive and sure, chase head variants. up towards new releases. Let's check out new printings and variants. Yeah, so we got to go all the way down to the bottom, I think, to get those. Um, so stay away from the chases at the top. It's too long. <laughs> uh, DC's offering Dark Knight's Metal number two to its second printing. Mr. Miracle number one goes to a third. Mr. Miracle number two goes to a second uh, right away. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about Gasolina number one going to a second printing and Realm number one going to a second Definitely. printing uh, from, from Image because that's our boy uh, Han that did uh, The Beauty. Yep, yep. Jeremy Han. Marvel's offering. Uh, you you mentioned totally awesome, didn't you? Yeah, twenty mm-hmm. going to second. We've got the Venom verse one going to a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hawkeye and Hawkeye the Mata connecting very yeah. for uh, the second print there. Every one of these generations books has gone to at least a second and sometimes mm-hmm. a third printing. What is up with that? I think they just do that, regardless of if it's warranted or not. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> why would they do? Why would they? Why would they do another printing of something that nobody wants anymore? Well, they already have all these Mata second prints done, so they're putting them out regardless. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, we've got a Robotech third printing for number one. Talked about that not being art germ, so not being interesting. You did say that. You just said that? I said it when we, we, we were droning through the back half. Oh, 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 gotcha. Anything now that I was going to say? No, yeah. Tom. That's it. That is it. Well, I want to thank everybody for tagging along with Drew and myself as we jumped through comics in your sneak peek for October fourth 2017 can't believe we are already into october this year is flown by if you have a pick for this week that we missed feel free to drop us a line and say hey kyle hey drew uh this is the book that i'll be picking up this week and i think you missed it because of this reason um or if you agree with us and you're snagging something up let us know about that as well of course we can be found on all the places that drew talked about earlier and of course we are once again begging for five star reviews from iTunes. Um, But we thank you so much for listening to us. For Drew and for myself, see ya!